Welcome along to another episode of the How I Caught the Wrestling Bug podcast. And this is a first, I believe, first time ever I've got a guest on who hasn't come from the Fight Game Media Network Facebook group. I'm sure I have invited him to join, but uh, as of yet, he hasn't joined. Uh, but I am joined by my nephew, Stuart Edgington. Hello, Stuart. Hello, David. Now, we have done podcasts in the past. Uh, we did a podcast called The Lunatic Whinge uh, with uh, our good friend, well, my good friend, uh, Lee Ellis. And uh, we did actually do one podcast together uh, called The Elite Trigger Podcast, which we were going to do a regular, we were going to make it a regular thing, but then we haven't done one since. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so... Um, you have been a wrestling fan since when? What, what's your sort of earliest memory of wrestling? Um, the, I'm not sure if I know anything beforehand, but my most like ingrained memory is like someone in primary school. So about 20, 2007, eight. Right. I was around my friend's Brandon's house, and he showed me a DVD of I want to say Judgment Day or Armageddon from like 2003. But I remember seeing it and it being so violent, and I'm not being a fan of it at all. But because he liked it, I wanted to enjoy it. So I'd say 2008 or, or like seven, watching an old. An old DVD at Brannan's. Yeah, because Brannan, uh, Brannan's what a year a year younger than you. Yeah, in, in school times, he's he's born the same year, but he's a he's a year younger in school years. Yeah, because I remember him getting into wrestling, um, and I remember sort of giving him all my sort of old wrestling figures and stuff because at that point you weren't into it. If, if you were, if you had been into it, I probably would have given it to, to you. But because you weren't, uh, I ended up giving it all to uh, Brandon because I wasn't really into wrestling around that time. I, I sort of stopped watching in 2006. But I seem to recall you not really getting into it properly until like a couple of years later. So... That was what sort of two thousand seven, two thousand eight. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was a it was a while before you got into it heavily, wasn't it? Oh yeah, because um, the first like first time watching it on TV, I remember is the Raw after Mania twenty uh, twenty eight. Right in twenty twelve. 2012. So that that was what that was. Punk and Jericho and and oh, Rock and um, Rock and Cena. The first, yeah, the first one. The Raw after Brock Lesnar returned. And right, that, that's, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. It's, it's the moment that I started watching wrestling properly. Yeah. So yeah, 2012. Because so in ten that years. Same year, yeah, in that same year, I, I met a guy in school called JJ Gale, who has now become a very close friend and you've had, you've had on the show as well. Um, I met him through school and we sort of connected in wrestling. So I was like watching it on TV as like a way of getting to know him even more. 
so yeah, my first proper watching it on TV would be April, what, early April 2012, the Raw after May 28, would be the first wrestling show I watched so and you started enjoying it. So you, yeah, that's right, because, um, well, now hang on, because when was the Summer of Punk? That was, um, that was 2011, so you, you weren't watching it then? Because I, no, I, I seem I've to remember, yeah, I seem to remember sort of getting back into it, and I want I want to say it was because of you, but maybe not because um, the CM Punk pipe bomb promo was kind of what hooked me back in because I, I saw that because I kind of had been following what was going on anyway, but I saw that and um, that kind of hooked me back into it, and I guess it was because you started watching it that I really started to follow it again, uh, but. Um, so who were your, who were the first wrestlers that, um, well, the question is which wrestlers sort of captured your imagination as a kid. So who, who were the first wrestlers to sort of grab your attention when you started watching it? Well, I knew um, Brandon's favourites were Brock Lesnar and Jeff Hardy. So I knew those names. Um, but the first, the first guy that I saw that I first like thought this is, my favourite wrestler would be Randy Orton Hmm. and up until recently when I first discovered the indies he would be my wrestler my favourite wrestler so for a good like seven eight years yeah up up until 2018 2019 yeah 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 I first got into you know the indies so like yeah that's a fair while we Randy Orton and who else? John Cena? Or we're not, we're not really a John Cena fan? I, I used to be, yeah. So I mean, he would have been one of the first ones, wouldn't he? And, and I'm trying to think yeah, who yeah, else. Cena, was like, Orton. Who were the top baby faces around that time, 2012? I'm trying to think now. Um, I suppose, to a lesser extent, guys like Kofi Kingston and... Um, God, I don't know. Was Daniel Bryan a babyface in 2012? I don't know. Um, oh, I suppose Punk would have been one that um, you would have been into. Yeah, I mean, I sort of caught the end of him. Because I remember, I think it was me, you, Brennan, JJ and his brother Levi who watched WrestleMania all together. Yeah, what year was that? Was that um, 29? Or was that 30? I, I, I thought it was 30. I don't know. Wasn't it the end? The end of the streak that we were just sitting there in silence. No, no, I didn't. I didn't watch. We didn't watch that live because we no, we didn't watch that one live. I, I, I think it was either twenty nine, or it may have been thirty one. Thirty one, where um, was that the, the year that Seth moment? cashed in? Was yeah, that, was that thirty one? I think it was that one we watched. Yeah, probably because that made more sense. Because that was the one. Yeah, because Fandango was that. It was, whatever year Fandango. Um, had his match with Jericho because I remember JJ being a big fan of Fandango. I, I think that was thirty one. Like I could be, I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure we didn't see thirty live because. No, yeah, it, think, it was thirty one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think your mum actually stayed up and watched thirty, and I remember watching the Brock Lesnar Taker match and saying, "Well, there's no way that that um, Brock's going to win. Taker's going to win," and your mum's face. She, because she, she, when I saw your mum's face, I was like, "Oh, okay, Taker's losing then." 
<laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was uh, yeah. So that would have been twenty fourteen WrestleMania thirty one, wouldn't it? We stayed up. And yeah, watched, because um, Punk left after that Rumble, didn't they? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So what yeah. was the first live event you attended? Because you went to a WWE show, didn't you? That was after I went to one with JJ in. Was it Yeovil or Stroud? I want to say we went to one in Stroud. Oh, okay. So like a... 2015? Right. Or 14. I've got the posters in, in Mum's room. Um, but I remember going and seeing one with him. I think it's UPW. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was on the card? I don't remember, but I remember seeing like Josh Bowden and people like that from the UK scene. And there was one in, in Yeovil that we went to. And Marty Skull was on the car, but he, he was pulled for some reason. Um, I remember seeing like Doug Williams and David oh, Richards. And, Colt Cabana and was, wasn't was Colt Cabana on one? Because JJ yeah. had a picture of Colt Cabana, didn't he? Yeah, that was the Oval one with David Richards and Doug Williams. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. That was a, that's a so, pretty yeah, good we, card, we, actually, we, isn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a really good show. We saw that one, and then the following year, we went to... Uh, I think it was a Smackdown event but not, not, not the live one but like a house show we saw like Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt in a in a tables match we saw Cesaro it was, it was really good yeah because you um, the Bray Wyatt entrance was uh, really great to see live wasn't it oh yeah I remember, yeah, you, remember you saying about I remember you saying about it at the time but um, being, being part of the flashlights and all that it's brilliant so the next question is, at any point, did you lose interest in wrestling? So from sort of following it from 2012 through to now, has there been a point where you've kind of gone off it or lost interest at any point? I guess I've lost interest in WWE well, yeah. purely because of, <laughs> you know, the the emergence of AEW and stuff like that. But no, in, in terms of wrestling as a whole, I've never really lost interest, just sort of, dipped interest in one company and gained it in other aspects. So what are your sort of viewing habits now? So you watch Dynamite and Rampage every week. Do you watch any other wrestling at all other than that? I mean, you I, I know you um, will occasionally like get a Impact pay-per-view or um, uh, we got uh, that Bloodsport one, didn't we? That one time John Moxley was... Uh, was on there, but any other wrestling? Do you sort of follow any New Japan stuff, or? Yeah, we we we, we tend to get stuff if it, if the cars if the cars worth us running quid. Um, I remember, <laughs> I think, was it last year we watched most of the G One. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah 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 for, for the podcast. Um, so yeah, New Japan and AEW is my main sort of go tos, but if the card looks alright, I'd end up by Impact or GCW that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, GCW because we bought the one with uh, Moxley and uh, Moxley's return match, wasn't it? Um, I can't remember who was yeah, against against. Homicide, Homicide, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so you don't really watch any. I mean, you'll 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 watch the WWE pay per views. I, I I take you'll probably watch WrestleMania. Oh yeah, I mean like the Rumble. I, I watch the Chamber. Yeah, the, it's, it's it just depends on the card build and stuff. Like if the matches look alright. And you know, if, if if you say that this match was was good, I'll check it out. But I don't, 
I don't watch it, the weekly stuff as much as I used to. Like me and Mum would watch it every, like every well every Tuesday and Saturday, depending on when the when the SmackDown and Raw were on in in the UK on um, on catch up. So, you know, since like 2017, 2018, since I left to college, I, I haven't watched. No, since I moved out, I haven't, I haven't watched a weekly um, episode of Raw SmackDown since like 2018, 2019. And you haven't followed any of NXT since it became sort of NXT 2.0, so you've, you've not sort of seen no, any so, of Bron so Bron Breaker Dolph or... was a new champion. I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> you know, so now, ever since like, yeah, ever since it changed colours, I've not really been a fan of it. The uh, next set of questions uh, is called Rapid Fire, but uh, it's not really Rapid Fire at all. Uh, Favourite wrestler of all time? Uh, who would you uh, choose for that one? That is very hard. Um, well, I mean, it's two or three that spring to mind then that you might... Uh, up there for me I mean I haven't, I haven't watched you know I wasn't heavily engrossed in stuff before I started watching it but I've gone back and watched you know matches and shows but for me like looking back at it I think I'd have to say Shawn Michaels for me would be my favourite of all time after going back and watching a lot of the stuff um, yeah, I'm surprised that more people haven't said people that have actually grown up and and, and seen Shawn Michaels and you and you obviously, well, you actually missed his entire run because um, his second retirement was uh, I think 2011. And obviously, he came back and had the match in uh, Saudi Arabia, but the less said about that, the better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people have said Brett, or they say. Yeah, Ric Flair. I, I, I'm sure someone has said Shawn Michaels before, but um, it's not as common an answer as I thought it would be. But yeah, Shawn Michaels must be on most people's list. Um, the one, the, the person I thought you would say uh, would be AJ Styles. Is, is he is he up in the uh, sort of top two or three for you? Yeah, that is fair. I think I think it's because he's still wrestling. You know, um, I think when when someone retires or you know, their career's cut short, you tend to go back and think more highly of them. So I reckon when the stars retires, we'll go back and think, actually, he was a lot better than we give him credit for. The same with, like, you know, Daniels, um, Christopher Daniels, Daniel Bryan, people like that who are still wrestling, who we don't think of in the same sort of regard as Brett, Sean, Flair, Taker, because they've all... Yeah, that's know, a good point, yeah. Retired. What so, about what about a favorite right now? Who who who's your favorite right now? Would you say? That's probably even harder. <laughs> if I was just in WWE, probably Styles. But I mean, there's you know you got Omega, Okada, Osprey, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, John Moxley. Yes, yeah, there's, so there's, um... Um, in terms of me, my personal, you know, who I who I'm a big fan of, probably Kenny Omega. Right. I think I think I've changed significantly from the Randy Orton style to the to the Kenny Omega style of matches. What either, about? Either, sorry, gone. Either him or Styles, to be honest. 
What about a favourite match of all time? Have you got uh, a choice for that? I mean, the first Sean versus Taker from 25, mm -hmm. that's up there. Um, very thankfully for the podcast, I've gone back and watched some of the classic, the classic matches like um, Eddie versus Ray from Halloween Havoc and oh yeah, yeah, the old TLC two and stuff like that. So there, there are loads of matches that I've seen, but to me, if I could pick one, probably the first Sean and Taker one. What's been your favourite match in AEW so far? Um. I really like Cody versus Dustin at Dublin, I think. Um, the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. The Steel Cage. Um, no, the ladder match, I think, was better. Oh, okay. Yeah, because a lot of people say the Steel yeah. Cage match from... Um... Yeah, no, yeah, to be fair, any match is probably up there. <laughs> but for me, the ladder one. What else? There was another one. I mean, there's been loads. I mean, uh, there has to be further. I been... mean, Kenny and Kenny and Danielson, or or um, uh, what was the other really really good one? Um, well, Hangman and Danielson was was pretty good as well. Both both of them, the the hour match and uh, the other one they had. Um, yeah. And Punk and MJF. I mean, both the dog collar match and the match held dynamite. I, I thought both of them were. Really, really good. That's probably my favourite feud. I know your favourite feud um, so far in AEW is Hangman and uh, Omega, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what about best show you've ever attended live? So, what was the best show you? What's the best show you've been to? Would it have been that SmackDown show? Um. Yes and no. For for like the big sort of the big superstar value, yes. But I was quite far back. Whereas with these more smaller shows and closer to the ring, you get more action and you get like the, you feel more a part of the show in, in a smaller venue and you do in like a big arena sort of thing. So I'd probably say either the Oval one or, you know, one of the shows where I've been to and I've seen JD actually wrestle because he's now become a wrestler, he's now living the dream sort of thing. So... One of his matches, maybe. I remember he had a, a fatal four-way match for the UPW title. I think that show was pretty good. I don't remember what... I think it was 2018 up in Stroud. Um, I don't remember the card much, but it was him in a fatal four-way, and I think that show was really my favourite, purely for seeing your mate you know, living his dream and being a part of it. And the uh, the last question I ask everyone is um, if you could change one thing about uh, the wrestling business, what would it be? So is there one thing, apart from perhaps um, someone else running WWE other than Vince McMahon, which I think a lot of us would like to see, uh, anything um, that uh, you would like to uh, change about wrestling? The one thing that you... Uh... I guess... The... Go on. I guess the toxicity in the fan base and like the the negative response to wrestling in a way like I understand people saying oh you know it's, it's fake and all this and like I get why it's, it's an act and all that um, but there's just so much 
bad press in, in that wrestling fan base about, especially now with AEW and WWE. It's like you can't like both of them. You have to like one or the other. And like all these journalists, I think there's just, there's ways to go about it. But there's so much on the ratings and the match types and like the journalism side of it. And that side of it is a bit sort of ruining it for me in a way. So that sort of aspect of it, I think, needs to be probably got, gotten rid of entirely. Well, the internet. It's very hard yeah, so. to have surprises. Oh, know, yeah. Like um, Jeff Hardy. I think the only sort of thing about the Jeff Hardy debut, I will say, is I was not expecting him to be able to use the music. That, that's no. one thing that did catch me off guard. Uh, but everyone knew who was coming. You know, CM Punk, they sold out the United Center in Chicago based on a rumour that he was going to be there. But, I mean, everyone knew he was going to be there, um, even though they never actually said it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I understand what you mean. We, we, we know we know too much, don't we, really? We, you know, we have too much sort of insider information yeah, you, you can't enjoy it as much as you used to without the internet being there. Well, I don't know, because, I mean, all out, I mean, no one no one knew that Minoru Suzuki was coming. I mean, that was, that was a great surprise. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. When it's done right, it's so good because of how much, you know, attention on it. So when yeah. it's, it's a surprise, it's really good. And we expected but, Brian Danielson, but we didn't know for sure. And we didn't know that we were going to get him and Adam Cole both showing up at the exactly. end. Exactly, and the, like... Malachi Black. That's probably the only sort of thing because. Oh yeah, because no one knew that he. Yeah, because everyone expected another thirty-day, um, not so ninety-day no compete, and yeah. um, there he was. You know, showing up so soon. It's like, well, how's that happened? Because no it's one was like, expecting it. So we knew he was going to be there, but not that quickly. So yeah. that sort of made it sort of impactful. But yeah like like with Jeff like everyone knew he was going to be there this is the day because of because of the 90 days so this will be the day you'll be there is there anybody out there that you would like to see in AEW or do you think that they've probably got enough guys now I think it's um it seems like they're signing someone new every week because um you had obviously Paige Van Zandt getting signed and um uh, Swerve Scott or no, what's his new name um, Swerve Strickland um, you know getting signed um, there's just you know Dan Housen is now all the, all the lead there's like new people all the time but um, yeah is there anybody out there you, you would like to see come in what about like Cesaro or um, uh, Johnny Johnny Gargano yeah I mean as a mate you would call it JJ Gale but um, <laughs> well, now we've got Ring of, of Honor. I mean, they could send some yeah. guys to Ring of Honor, couldn't they? Yeah, true. I mean, for me, if I could choose one person, Will Will Osprey. Mm. But then there is a working relationship with New Japan. But I reckon if I could have him in there permanently on a weekly basis, yeah, he'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I think it's that's... not probably probably between Gargano and Cesaro. Probably Cesaro, you know. It would be nice to see in a way it'd be nice if they could get um Roderick Strong 
So you, you've got the whole undisputed era uh, in AEW yeah. because of the, they've got um, they've got Adam Cole and they've got Fish and O'Reilly, but they they haven't got Roderick Strong, and and, and Roderick Strong is such a great talent, and um, it'd be great if he was part of the company as well. Uh, but um, to be honest with you, we are so what's the word sort of spoiled with who we've got in AEW. It's such a Look at that roster. I mean, you've got CM Punk and Brian Danielson and John Moxley, and then you've got young up-and-comers like MJF and Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara, and you've got that tag division with the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express and Fish and O'Reilly and FTR. I mean, you could just go on and on and on naming people. Um, the women's roster is coming on, you know, really well now as well. I mean, that was like the one thing that they were kind of weak on a little bit uh, was their women's roster. But now they've got, obviously, Thunder Rose as the new champion. Brits come a long way, really improved. Ty Conti and Anna Jay just seem to get better and better as well. Jade Cargill is a real star, uh, I think, and, and is, is getting better all the time. So, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's hard to see many sort of negatives when it comes to uh, AEW is it really no yeah I mean now we're seeing like Joey Janela say that he's not had much like, communication with AEW and same with Marco Stunt like because the roster is so big I guess people now are starting to get lost in the shuffle because how many new signings there, there are which is a bit of a shame but you can see why with all the big names yeah, I I think that Cody won't be the last, obviously, to go to... I mean, we don't know he's going to WWE, definitely, but um, it's uh, highly likely he will, and he won't be the last. I think there'll be... Um, we might start to see more and more guys going the other way now. I mean, uh, before, of course, it was a lot of guys going to AEW. We might start to see quite a few going the other way and, and going to um, WWE. Um, who knows? But uh, yeah, certainly with Ring of Honor, with Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor, that opens up so many possibilities because some of those guys, and, and Joe Janela would have been a, a great example, so it's a, it's a shame in a way that he's going, but there's so many guys that aren't being used necessarily right now that you could send to a Ring of Honor and use them there. Yeah. What about um, Samoa Joe? Would you like to see Samoa Joe come in? Yeah, I mean, he's unfortunately pretty heavy um, injury prone now, but there's still a little bit like like with um, the Danielson versus Daniels match um, when Tony Khan announced Ring of Honor, that match, the nostalgia to have him in there for Ring of Honor. Like him versus Punk would be amazing. Have you sort of gone back and watched any of the CM Punk and, and uh, Samoa Joe stuff from Ring of Honor? Or No, but after the revolution, I'm now really interested in it because of that entrance. And I've, I've seen a, an episode about Ring of Honor. So I'm, I'm wanting to go back into it and see more of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think... Um... You're very much in that sort of Paul Fontaine camp of, of not understanding what the what the entrance is all about, not knowing the history behind uh, behind it behind it all. But uh, yeah, it was um, 
that was such a great entrance. Um, and uh, I'm not that familiar with um, CM Punk's pre WWE days, if, I, if I'm honest. Uh, I know a little bit about it, but not not too much. Uh, but um, yeah, that was a, just a really cool, really cool entrance. But anyway, um, that's going to pretty much do it. I'm, I'm, I'm all out of the questions I normally ask uh, here on the show. But um, we must uh, do more of the Elite Trigger podcast because it was a while ago we did. When was it we did the first one? It was it was before. I think it was before a pay per view because I'm sure we sort of ran through the card and predicted winners, didn't we, or something? Um, I can't remember what show it was though. Was it before All Out? It might have been. It might have been. But yeah, we could like do one. I don't know over the weekend after watching Dynamite and Rampage and recapping what happened and stuff like that. Yeah. Even if it's like a quick, like we're doing now, half an hour. I mean, yeah, I don't see why we can't, uh, should be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, so uh, we will do more Elite Trigger podcast. The the podcast you all enjoyed, that very first show way back when. Don't worry, more is coming. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, thank you, Stuart, for uh, coming on. It's been fun. Didn't give you much warning, did I? It was like an hour ago. I was like, do you want to do a podcast? It's like, yeah, yeah, what sort of podcast then? (laughs) And here we are. But anyway, uh, so yeah, for Stuart, I'm David signing off. And thank you for listening to another episode of the How I Caught the Wrestling Bug podcast.